This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey, we do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back, clutch your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. First of all, thank you so much for all of the feedback that you guys are giving me. This is so just it's so beautiful to see that the things that I'm creating and I'm putting out there are being received with so much love and that you guys are giving me the feedback that you are. So thank you so much to every one of you who listens, who supports, who shares this podcast. We are charting in other countries. We are in the top 100 in Greece. We're in the top 100 in France. We're in the top 100 in Canada for spirituality podcasts. We are charting here in the United States. It's fucking wild how far this podcast has reached, and I'm so grateful for you guys. As always... I want to remind you that if you want readings, if you want to rep some Coven of Rejects merch, uh, whatever it may be, you can go to covenofrejects.com. And this week we actually have some bonus material on Patreon with this week's guest. So you guys can go over to patreon.com slash covenofrejects. And also if you go into the description on this episode, wherever you're listening, I actually have the links every single week of where you guys can go. Thank you again for just all the support and love. I know that you guys are going to really vibe with this week's guest. This is Caitlin, a.k.a. Gold Dust Readings. We are talking about boundaries in your practice. I believe this is the first hereditary witch that I have had on the podcast. And we just had a real sisterhood vibe. Lots of fun. We've stayed in contact after this and text each other all the time. And I'm just grateful for this connection. I can't wait for you guys to hear Um, And please, like I said, if you guys want merch or you want readings, please go to covenofrejects.com. That is my most highly requested question. And Patreon, there's so much coming. So with no further ado, here is this week's guest. This is Caitlin, a.k.a. Gold Dust Readings. I am. Here you are. Hey, your name is spelled the same as my middle name. Oh, your middle name is Caitlin? Yeah, and it's spelled the same way. Dude, I didn't know that. I didn't know that your first name was Caitlin. It was one of my questions, and then I just saw it pop up on the anchor thing, and I'm like, holy fuck, look at us. (laughs) Twinning. Twinning. (laughs) What are the odds? I know. I I did know that that was your middle name. I just totally lied to you. I did know that. Oh, okay. Well, hey. Hey, I'm surprised again, so it's fine. (laughs) no big deal how are you doing I am I am better today than I was yesterday I'm good I'm alive I woke up today so that's a plus how are you I'm you know I'm sick but we're here doing the damn thing because I got to learn all about you (laughs) well I'm happy to oblige um I'd been following you for a while we've been mutuals for a while and then Um, I believe people started tagging you in my videos when I started asking who they wanted to see on the podcast next Mm -hmm. and people were tagging you. And when I reached out to you, I totally didn't think that you were going to say yes. Just, you know, I always assume everybody's going to tell me to fuck off. Um, (laughs) It has yet to happen. I've, I've only had one person ever that was like, you know, podcasts aren't really my thing. Um, my, my practice is really private to me, but I always prepare for somebody to tell me to go suck it. Yeah. I mean, I, so listen, I understand where that person is coming from with the private practice. However, I just think it's really important for anyone who practices to share their stories and their experiences because, um, 
there's a huge stigma, you know what I mean? And we've talked about this a little bit before. And I think the more that we publicly speak about the things that we do, I feel like that helps kind of break down that wall and, you know, show people like we are just regular human beings. Like the, we, you know, we're not making human sacrifices and, and levitating up in the air and stuff like that. So, um, but I was patiently waiting for you to ask me. Um, I don't know how I knew, well, I know how I knew, but I don't know how I knew that you were going to eventually ask, but I did notice that you just, you kept popping up on my for you page and I kept seeing your videos. Uh, I just kept seeing you everywhere. So I, I knew without knowing and I was just biding my time and I was like, okay, she's going to ask me next. She's going to ask me next. I feel it in my bones. And here we are. Here we are. And I was so excited. You're like, boy, do I ever. And it's yeah. like, yeah. I was so beside myself. So do you find that when you're sharing about your, cause you share about your practice on your page. Do you find that you more direct it towards other people that are in the community? Or do you think that kind of your, what pushes you to do it is so that you can break stereotypes about people in the community? Actually, I, I, I think it's a good mixture, if I'm being honest, but a lot of the questions that I receive are from the people who call themselves baby witches, which is very, um, I don't like that term. Um, it's kind of gross to me, I guess. I agree. And, and also, I have a lot of questions coming from people who don't practice at all and are just interested or wondering how, you know, how can they practice um, spiritualism, maybe not even witchcraft, but spiritualism in their everyday lives. Um, everything that I post is, is just for educational purposes only. And I am never in any way suggesting that anybody should do the things that I do because, you know, I've said a million times and I'll say it again, your practice is your own and it needs to be what you make of it. And you know what I'm saying? Not copying off somebody else because m one of my biggest things is I don't care what the spell says, you know, when it's written down, I don't care what the ingredients are. You could use, uh, you know, some garlic powder and some, some old Bay seasoning from your spice cabinet, you know, to do a protection spell or, so just my biggest thing is I don't care what the spell says or, or what the person that made the spell says. Don't ever copy anybody else's spell work because it doesn't matter what ingredients you're using. It's the intention that is put into it that that really matters. So, you know, if you're copying somebody's spell that you find off of Google or Witch Talk, um, you know, and they put the worst possible intention into it. Uh, you know, that karma is coming back to you, not to the person who originally made the spell. So um, I'm really big on not, uh, you know, not copying anybody. Um, and I always tell my followers as well as everybody else, this is not, I'm not encouraging you to do this. I'm just showing you how I choose to do it in my practice. I think that that's super important to point out to people. How do you identify yourself um, in the community? Do you identify yourself in a certain way? Uh, I just, I'm just a practicing hereditary witch. That is, that's all I, that's all I say. So when you say hereditary witch, were you raised with practice? Yes. Uh, yes. Actually, I, I come from a long line of witches, I guess you could say. Um, my mom has traced our ancestry back to actually to the, the Salem witch trials, um, so it's pretty extensive. Now that's not to say that the, the women who were in the witch trials were actually witches or weren't witches, but we just have lineage that goes way, way, way back. Um, and a lot of evidence of practice throughout that lineage. So I was raised this way. Um, and I didn't realize this until I was, I think in my early twenties was when my mom finally, uh, became, I guess, more open about, her practice and you know the way that she raised us um <clears throat> so this is it's normal for me um it's it's just natural it's like muscle memory at this point does that make sense yeah it does and I haven't talked with anybody 
um, personally, who's been a hereditary witch. I've I've seen a couple pop through on TikTok, and I I've never reached out to them because um, <clears throat> when I've gone kind of through comments on their pages, and I've seen people wanting to talk to them, I'm getting things like well, you don't have a right to ask those questions because Mm. this is hereditary and you don't know (laughs) what you're doing. And it's disgusting to me. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to pass on that energy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that either. Like, uh, let's, first of all, gatekeeping is not cute, okay? And a lot of people, a lot of witches, male and female, seem to think that hereditary means that it belongs to them. That's not what that means. That just simply means that this runs through your veins you were born in this practice you've done this your whole life even when you didn't even realize that that's what you were doing it doesn't mean that this belongs to you does you know what i'm saying that's not and and that's gross i don't like that yeah absolutely <clears throat> what kinds of things were you um do you have that were passed down to you if that makes sense like the way that you do spell work is it the core beliefs that you have what kinds of things do you hold on to that you had from your upbringing so i think that excuse me i think that the the biggest thing that was ingrained in myself and my two siblings my older brother and younger sister though they don't practice um the way that i do or as much as i do rather um I think that the the core belief, if you will, was that karma is a mean bitch. And what you put out, you're going to get back not threefold, but tenfold. Um, <clears throat> because when it comes to people who are very highly spiritually gifted, uh, like I am, like my mother is and my siblings, um, and when it comes to people who practice witchcraft, it's almost like I don't want to say that we have the upper hand because we don't. Everybody has the ability to do the things that we do, but we are more aware, I guess, of what we're doing and we are more aware of our intention and that we, we could very well weaponize that intention. You know what I'm saying? We could very well weaponize our gifts to, to do really bad things to people who may or may not deserve it. Um, I was always taught that, you don't do anything that will harm you or somebody else that will harm an organization um, or that will interfere with anybody's free will. Once you step in the way of somebody's free will to make their own decisions, you're really fucking up and that's not okay. Um, so I don't do that at all whatsoever. Um, I will not curse or hex anybody. Uh, I will return it if I need to. But I'm going to return it with love and forgiveness and, you know, with the intention that this person finds the healing that they need to, you know, no longer feel the need to do that to me or to anybody else for that matter. Um, So my mother has always been very mindful of, you know, do unto others as you would want done to you. And and that stems from that stems from a lot of abuse that she experienced as a child. Um trigger warning she was very badly badly abused by and abandoned really by everybody who was supposed to love and protect her so um she's always you know been very adamant on be nice to people treat people the way that you would want them to treat you because it will come back whether it's by their hand or the universe um and i guess you can say she she put the fear of God in me, but you know, not the fear of God, just for lack of a better term. Um, so yeah, just, just very strong about, um, don't use your gifts and your abilities to take advantage or to harm people. That's a huge, huge thing to me. I feel like so many people that are on witch talk or that you see just in general, when it comes to witchcraft, there is this, huge I want to say that it's a stigma and a stereotype but it really happens where people are just out here Mm -hmm. like I'm throwing hexes and you and I'm like I'm like I for (laughs) me when I see that I just think if I've had a disagreement with somebody and somebody doesn't understand my point of view but I'm doing what I feel is in my best sense of good 
I don't want somebody sending me some nasty ass shit just because they're not understanding my perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's always what I see when I see arguments and wanting to, whether it be a full on hex or you're sending somebody bad energy or you're openly talking about them online, which is so tacky to me. Yes. Um, I'm just like, I just put myself in those shoes and think, if there was some disagreement and some misunderstanding, I wouldn't want somebody dragging me like that and sending that to me. So I wouldn't do that to someone. Exactly. Exactly. And I have experienced that before, actually, personally. Um, This was like last, maybe like the end of October, early November of last year, 2021. I was um, partnering, I guess you could say, with somebody, I don't know if I've told you this story or not yet before, but I was partnering with somebody that I thought, I genuinely thought this person was my friend. Um, and I thought that I could trust her. And she first came to me as a client. Uh, I gave her a reading on live. She was, you know, blown away. Um, and as a result, wanted to give me, <clears throat> excuse me, all of these gifts. She wanted to send my child some clothing from her Etsy shop and all this stuff. Right. Um, and, and I told her, no, instead, I would just, it would be cool if you could maybe give me some pointers, you know, some tips on starting my own Etsy business um, so that I, you know, n- know, I guess, or have a good place to take off from. Well, long story short, um, she kind of takes over um, and just kind of does her own thing. And it gets to the point where I'm not feeling very connected to this business. So I, I you know, tell her very nicely um, I'm not feeling connected to this. I would like to just separate, um, you know, not to mention, I found out she was lying to me. She was, you know, not doing the things that she said she was going to do. Um, she was having me promote these deals, um, on, on TikTok live and stuff. And, and I was getting the money for it and she was never sending out the product. So it was, it was looking like I was stealing from people. <clears throat> so I just very quickly put an end to it. Um, and I would say maybe, a week and a half later, my mom calls me panicking. She had a dream the night before that she was basically battling this entity that she couldn't see in the house that we were living in at the time. And this entity is, you know, demonstrating its strength to her by picking up and like twisting and contorting our furniture, um, just as like a display of power. You know what I mean? So my mom's like, somebody has done something to you. You need to, you need to do something like fast. Um, <clears throat> My wife, myself, and our six-year-old child at the time, uh, we became very sick. We stayed sick for a period of like two and a half to three weeks. Um, all of my chickens died in the same day, in the same way. What? Um, yes. My animals were dying. We were all getting sick. I was losing money at a very high rate of speed. I mean, we, I'm talking like thousands of dollars in a week's time we lost. Um, my business was, was taking a nosedive. I mean, all kinds of things. Um, we actually it even ended up getting like not kicked out, but after signing a new year's lease, our landlords at the last minute were like, Hey, we're not going to renew the lease. You'll have to be out in 30 days over Christmas over, you know, my son's birthday. Um, it was really bad. Um, so yeah, she, she, she cursed me and my family, um, simply because I did not want to partner with her on a, on a business anymore. You know what I mean? Um, and that's, that was just really um, like, that's just something that you just don't do. I mean, that was so bad and it took such a long time and so much work for me to be able to get rid of that. So I am totally in agree in agreement with you. So I, I just recently actually have gotten to this place emotionally where I am confident that I can still practice and perform, you know, spell work or, you know, whatever it may be, even when I am upset with somebody, because I know that I'm going to, I'm going to be able to push past my anger, you know, resentment, whatever, to still be able to send love and, and healing and peace or, you know, whatever it is to them instead of vengefulness, you know, to be nasty or uh, to try to drag them or ruin anything that they've got going on. Um, I just, that just, and, and that also ties into that rule of, of three or rule of 10. Um, I don't want that coming back to me. You know what I mean? I don't want to play a game of, of ping pong 
with hatefulness and bitterness. I am, I'm good on all that. Yeah. And especially because it's a never ending cycle. Most people in situations believe that they're right. Or if Mm -hmm. they find out that they're wrong, they're too prideful to admit that. Yeah. And so then you're just going back and forth. What do you um, find that like when you're doing spell work, what are the kinds of things that you've been focusing on lately? Is it like abundance? What is it? So it's been a lot lately. It's been a lot of prosperity, a lot of prosperity, abundance, um, not just for me, but um, for my, you know, me, my wife and son, my brother and his family, my sister and her family um, and my parents as well. Um, Especially because uh, my mom, unfortunately for her, she, she went against her own rule she went against her own ethics if you will um and while my brother and i were both going through a very very nasty custody battle um she you know did her own thing and she made sure that her children were taken care of but apparently she put a little bit too much spice into it um and as a result of that now karma has come back around and is absolutely ravaging her and my father um especially financially and with their like their physical health and mental health so i've been working really hard lately toward trying to counteract that and um get them back to a good place because you know they they deserve that um they've worked their asses off our entire lives to make sure that we had everything that we needed so i'm trying to do whatever I can do to return the favor. You know what I mean? Um, but because of what I do publicly, because of what you do publicly, you know, people or, or witches rather people who practice and, and, and practice publicly, we're always in a lot of danger spiritually, um, you know, energetically, psychically, um, we are almost constantly, kind of under psychic attack so I I notice that every time I'm doing any spell work it doesn't matter what it is I'm making sure that you know I've got several of those extra protections in place um because I just like I I am not taking any chances with these people you know what I'm saying like these people are really crazy out here and I'm just that's what we're not going to do so it's just a lot of uh, you know, help my family with, with stability and abundance and keep that stability and abundance safe. You find that a lot of the people who are psychically attacking people are uneducated about their craft and just like throwing whatever they can out there. Yes, pretty much. And really not even knowing what they're doing. They're not, they're not understanding the severity or the extent of what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yes, I have been harping lately and speaking a whole bunch about taking classes um, and getting mentorship. And I think that that's something huge that people should be doing. You know, there's so much goes into people saying, you know, you need to be researching and Mm -hmm. you need to research and you need to learn. And it's cool if you want to research and you want to learn on your own. Um, but they're also, I feel, and I would be so open to your opinion on it, that taking classes from other people, whether they practice a way that you are going to want to practice or not mm-hmm. is up for you to decide. But how do you choose the way that you want to practice the ethics that you want to have in your own work, the kind of way that you want to lean the ingredients that you want to use and whatnot, if you haven't learned from different sources to be able to see what works for you? Yes, exactly, exactly. And and it's not just about like, um, you know, like you said, whether they practice the same way as you do or not, I feel like it's important to, you know, not just doing research, but, you know, and the, and the learning, like taking classes and stuff, but look at your, your history, look at the history of witchcraft and <clears throat> find the consistencies does that make sense the the Mm -hmm. the common denominator okay so for hundreds and hundreds of years what have witches been doing exactly the same if it if it ain't broke don't fix it you know what i mean yeah so i agree with with that as well that it's really important it's really important to learn and to broaden your horizons and to you never stop learning and i say all the time 
that knowledge is power and you should always in any given situation, whether you're a practicing witch or, or not, um, knowledge is power and you can never arm yourself enough when it comes to knowledge and learning and knowing. Um, and I also think it's important to learn from many different people, you know, many different, you know, an eclectic, um, a hearth, um, you know, a green witch, a hereditary witch, whatever, even a Christian witch, if you know what I'm saying, learn from many different sources so that you can maybe decide, okay, this is definitely what I don't want to do. This is definitely what I do want to do. Or maybe I want to take something from each practice that I've learned from and make it my own eclectic mix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that... So I'm always big on people not identifying themselves in the beginning of their craft because I feel like it really limits you on what you research and what you learn about Mm -hmm. because if you say, um, oh, you know, I really love putting intention magic in when I'm in the kitchen, so I must be a kitchen witch. Mm. Well, (laughs) then you're limiting yourself to just doing, you know, witchcraft things that are inside of your kitchen and that are specifically for your home and your family Whereas you could just be really interested in herbs and figuring out what to do with those herbs and Mm -hmm. you could be very physical magic and you limited yourself and closed yourself off. Um, Do you have advice for people who, Ooh, I'm slinging my headphones around. (laughs) Um, Do you think that you would have advice for people who have limited themselves (laughs) thus far and kind of feel like they're trapped in a label that they don't want to be in, but they don't want to cause problems by voicing that and moving outside of the box. (laughs) I'm really happy you asked me that question because, um, a, a really, really big thing for me lately for the last few months has been somebody else's opinion of you and what you do is none of your fucking business. Thank you. Mind your own goddamn business. Keep your nose where it belongs. If if you are going to base your entire life and what you are doing off of what somebody else thinks of you, you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life. If they are not feeding, fucking, or financing you, it is none of your business what they think about you or what you do. And in terms of <clears throat> in terms of their practice... I I agree entirely with what you said about, you know, you're limiting yourself. You could be doing so many bigger and better things. And you you're not only are you limiting yourself in terms of your practice, but you are are limiting yourself in terms of like you have no idea what you could be capable of. So, you know, you could be doing really big, like really great things if you would just open up your mind. And remember that your practice is your own. It's not anybody else's. So it doesn't matter what somebody else does or does not do. If you want to put that herb into that spell, even though the book that you're reading says it doesn't go there, then that's what you need to do. Um, You know, stop second guessing your intuition. Stop second guessing yourself because that's where you're going to screw up every single time. And to piggyback off of what you said, specifically this last week, I don't know what it's been about this last week, but this last week I have had multiple creators online who are kind of dragging um, intuition-based spell work, like (laughs) making videos about it and like calling calling people out and stitching people on things and and very popular people doing that. And I think that everybody does their spell work differently and everybody approaches their craft differently. And that's one of the main points of having this podcast is to show that we all do things differently and we all do things correctly and we Mm -hmm. all do things with respect and you don't have to do things one way. And so, like I said, to piggyback off of what you said, for people listening, if you do find yourselves in that position where you feel like you've kind of trapped yourself in or you want to start doing different things, I would say to (laughs) stop showing your craft online Mm -hmm. while you are trying to figure out what you're doing. Because if you know that something's a sensitive thing for you, like for me, 
my spell work is a very sensitive thing for me. I don't mm-hmm. want anybody's fucking opinion on it because I will make yes. a house call and rage on your whole family. Yes. So I will only do spell work that is super fast forwarded. I'm not going to explain shit to you. I'm just telling you that I'm making a money bowl. What goes into <laughs> it, what I'm thinking, what I'm saying, none of your fucking business. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree. 100. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep on bringing up social media because... You know, in this day and age, that really is where people are are getting their support, their lack of support, their education Mm -hmm. or misinformation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. And and the so dragging intention magic, that really pisses me off because and this is just my humble opinion. And, you know, anybody and their mama can think I'm wrong. That's none of my business. But is is spell work not 95% intention is that not what what we're putting out into the universe is you know okay i am performing this spell with the intention of x y and z you know what i'm saying isn't that mm-hmm. what we're all doing so why is why does it matter to to you what this person's intention is and their spell work that has nothing to do with you you know what i mean and that also brings me to this point of these bigger creators on witch talk. First of all, witch talk, in my opinion, is toxic as fuck. Amen. And um, it's it's become a trend. There are a lot of people starting to practice witchcraft and do all these things because it's a trend, right? Mm-hmm. So these bigger creators, in my opinion, and and I consider me and you to be bigger creators. You know, I'm at 34K. You're at 45K. Um, we have a certain responsibility i guess if you will to make sure that we are not letting our personal feelings and opinions spill into the misinformation category because we feel like somebody did something wrong um because that's just not how that works it all boils down to your practice is your own and for these bigger creators to be taking advantage of that i think is really disgusting and really dangerous I think it's really interesting when you look at at people's pages and, you know, you can just scroll through and this is for everybody, you know, when you're trying to feel out the vibe of if you want to take somebody's classes or services, if you're scrolling through their page and half or close to half or more of their page is them duetting other people's videos or stitching (laughs) other people's videos about what they've (laughs) done wrong or you know, or being catty about them, that's not the energy that you want and you move forward. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because exactly. I, I've learned that there are people, oh, my, my poor friend, Noelle, she is my mentor for my mediumship and she is having, um, she posts three minute videos from anywhere in her reading, just randomly with clients and she'll never show their faces, but she always has permission and people are just stitching her video and dragging her. And, you know, this this medium is so rude, the way that she talks to people and whatever. Mm. And she, and you know, this gift. And she's a certified medium who channels and isn't in the room when she's giving readings. And so she's like, I, you know, I, I post these. I don't even remember the readings. I post these and then I get attacked for things. And she's like, I'm literally letting my spirit guides lead when I'm doing this. And mm. there's nothing I can do about, you know, the way that it comes out. Yeah, I I don't like that either. Um, I just, it's so arrogant and so holier than thou, in my opinion, for people to say, you know, uh, this person is doing something like they're doing this wrong. Um, this person is not properly channeling spirit. Right. What are you talking about? What is properly channeling spirit? Like, is there a textbook for this? Because if so, I would like to see it. You know what I mean? Um, and I am, I am not the kind of person to do things like that, to stitch somebody's video or do edit or whatever. However, I will say I have do edit, I think stitched, I have stitched a video Uh, And it's a bigger creator, dude. Like this creator has hundreds of thousands of followers and there's this, this huge community of people who are like, she does not know what she's talking about. And she's spreading a lot of really dangerous information. Um, And the one video that I stitched of hers was, uh, you know, it was a make them want you spell. 
So, yes, yes, exactly. So if we backtrack a little bit to where I said, free will, exactly. That is so dangerous. And that is how you end up with restraining orders, protection orders, people in jail, obsession, stalkers. Do not do that. If you want to do that, that's fine. Do it. But stop giving other people those ideas. You should have seen the comment section on that video. It was disgusting and it was terrifying. Um, But yeah, other than things like that. that's none of my business. You know what I mean? Your practice is your own and your gifts are your own. And so are mine. Yeah. See, and for me on things like that, and this is just me, but even if I saw somebody talking about love spells and doing love spells and things, I would just scroll because Mm -hmm. I figure me saying something about it is only going to bring my following to their page And one of two things are going to happen. Either people on my page who don't know any better and didn't watch my full video are going to go and get this spell done by this person because they want to make people want them. Or (laughs) two, the the people from my page are going to go over there and light them up and be like, what the fuck are you doing? And neither one of them are positive outcomes. Yeah, I've had that happen before as well. Um, With some of my followers, there's a, there's, I'm not going to say any names, but there's a specific person on TikTok who claims to be a psychic medium. Mm-hmm. Um, she is also a published author. And this woman is so clearly, blatantly a fraud and taking advantage of people on a daily basis. It, it makes me quite literally physically ill. Um, <clears throat> and she is charging hundreds of dollars to tell people uh, you know, basic generalized information like, you know, they love you and they miss you and they're always with you. Literally, I'm not, that's not even an exaggeration. Um, and I feel like, I almost feel like a, a responsibility, if you will, to my followers. Uh, like, hey, this person is not, please do not go to this person. Um, but I will only do that like on my Discord where I know, you know, it's not going to be like public information on TikTok. Um, however, I had to get rid of a few people on my discord for going into this person's live and putting my name in the comments and telling the per- the people in her live, if they wanted a real reading no. to come to me. Yes. And tagging me and that I was like mass reported for days after that. Um, I call that best intention bullying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't be a twat in the, you know, and use my name as the reason why you're going to go and bully know, this person, bully this person. Keep me the fuck God, out of it. Yes. That ain't got nothing to do with like, what the fuck they got to do with me? Leave my name out of it. I do not need that mess. No, I, yeah. So I have made it very abundantly clear that we do not do that. Don't ever do it again. And luckily it hasn't happened since then. So man, mm-hmm. at least you know the kind of you know i feel like that's like a learning thing though right where if you're publicly acknowledging that you dislike something or you don't stand behind something then people who really ride deep for you and support (laughs) you and your message are gonna be like balls to the wall having your back on it and that you know there really is like a what do they call it? A catch 22 when yes, there is hindsight. no. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like it's learning experiences for you. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. I will not ever do that again. If somebody brings it to me privately, I will tell them, you know, this is my opinion. However, make your own decisions, but this has nothing to do with me. Yeah. That just leave my, please, for the love of God, leave my name out of it. <laughs> And that's why, you know, when I had the situation that I vaguely told you about earlier, I never went on and and said anything because you are asking people to take sides on things and then to breathe energy into something from your viewpoint. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't ever want to be an influence for anybody. You know what I mean? I'm really, it's really important to me for people to be able to form their own opinions based on facts and education. Um, If you're listening to something that one person says and then running with it, that's very single 
narrow-minded, like can't think for yourself type of energy. And I don't like that. And I don't want that for any of my followers. And I know that they mean well, and they're doing it because they love me and because they support me a hundred percent and because they trust what I say. Um, but that's why I always make it a point to say like, this is just what I feel intuitively, or this is my opinion. Um, you can love me and, and, you know, ride for me and be down for me, but that doesn't mean we have to think the same way. I think it's beautiful that you say that. And I wanted to um, make a point that we bring up things that you wanted to make sure were mentioned in your episode because we had talked and had a very long uh, voice note that I'm actually going to put on Patreon as an extra for people to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Because you're like, this is what I want to have on. This is what we have to talk about. This is what I'm passionate about. Um, What things do you feel like you want people knowing with your episode, like about you and hardcore values that you have with your practice? So aside from what we've already talked about, you know, the rule of the rule of three, but in my world, it's the rule of 10, um, which I agree with, by the way, I always say rule of 10. Mm-hmm. It's the rule of 10. Yeah. We're not dealing with regular karma. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, of course that there's no right or wrong way to practice your craft and, and that, you know, leave people alone, mind your own damn business. Um, if it's not hurting you or the way that you support your yourself or your family, if it's not hurting your family, then, then leave it alone. It's none of your business. Um, but something that's really, important two things actually number one that curses and hexes can actually absolutely be performed and effective on anybody whether they deserved it or not there's a big thing going around on witch talk right now about if you didn't deserve it that the curse or the hex is not going to work and that is not absolutely true. not true my six-year-old child didn't do anything to deserve what he got from that person that hexed us back in, you know, or cursed us rather back in, in November. What did my innocent six-year-old child do to deserve that? So uh, once again, form your own opinion based on, uh, you know, education and experience, but that is not true. Um, but also this, and I'm going to use that word again, stigma, this, um, this belief that witches have to be consistently strong and um you know we have to cackle and have green leathery skin and hooked noses and warts and you know what i mean and we have to use dead men's fingers and cauldrons and stuff and that we we have to be like perpetually strong and we can never show any emotion or any that that is such garbage um because which or not we are still a human being and unfortunately for us we still suffer from the human condition which means we still have feelings and we are still allowed to show those feelings and to to sit in those feelings and give those feelings the the attention and the and the respect that they deserve in order to move through them you know what i'm saying and yeah. so this and i notice it's with the older generation like my mother's generation um where in fact i'm just i'm just going to give you the same example here that i gave you in that voice note um I was on TikTok and a mutual of mine posted a video the day that, that Roe versus Wade was overturned and she was very visibly upset and very understandably upset. Um, and she had an older, uh, more seasoned witch, if you will, um, comment on her video and say, aren't you a witch? Start acting like one. And she did say in the comment, you know, she means this with love. And and I can see how she was trying to be uplifting in that comment. Um, and my mom takes the same approach. But like I told you, that most likely comes from a place of trauma. And God only knows what, what this woman has dealt with in her past that has led her to have this belief system of, you know, just like my mom, vulnerability is weakness. Um, my mom raised me and my siblings to believe that showing any vulnerability at all is weakness and weakness exposes you to all kinds of 
dangerous things and people. So we don't show any weakness. We don't show emotion. We don't cry. We don't let people get to us. You know what I'm saying? We don't feel sorry for us, for ourselves. We don't throw pity parties, none of that. Um, and, and it took me a long time. Actually, it took me my whole life up until just a few years ago, thanks to my wife, um, to realize that that is so toxic. Um, it's so toxic and there is strength in vulnerability. Being vulnerable is not being weak. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's quite the opposite in my opinion. I think that it's weak to feel like you have to hide your emotions and pretend like nothing is wrong and that you're this, you know, statue, uh, you know, of a woman, uh, you know, the queen of swords, if you will. Um, it's toxic and it's and that to me is what is actually weak so i i really it's really really important for me for people to understand especially those who practice the craft in any way in any culture um super important for for you guys to understand that vulnerability is not weak that it's actually very strong of you to be able to put your feelings on display that way and say, Hey, look, I'm hurting today. I need a little bit of extra support today. I need therapy. Um, that's a big deal because when we ignore trauma and we ignore our pain and our emotions, you're putting not only yourself, but everybody around you at risk of, you know, your trauma and your pain and your emotions that you're not dealing with spilling into your practice and that's when bad things happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. It's so important for you to be healed or at least healing in your practice so that you aren't taking your bullshit out on people who don't deserve it. Um, but as women, especially, and this is no shade to a man, but women especially we are so we are built to be so strong and so soft at the same time we are we are creatures of duality if you will um and that's what makes women so absolutely fucking incredible maybe that's why i'm a lesbian i don't know <laughs> but <laughs> we are beautiful fantastic fabulous creatures and we can we can take and hold on to and deal with a lot before we finally crack um but we we deserve to be both of those things we we deserve to be both strong and a brick house and we deserve to be you know a beautiful delicate flower blowing in a spring breeze you know what i'm saying um don't let your feelings and your emotions and your trauma get in the way of the fact that you are a human being and that you still deserve to feel those feelings and heal those feelings. Um, super, super important um, to me. Uh, and that doesn't just go for women. It goes for men as well, especially if you are practicing. Um, you know, we collectively have to heal the past trauma that causes us to feel that vulnerability is weakness so that we can start breaking down the wall, you know, to people who don't practice thinking, oh, she's a witch. She's dangerous. Burn her at the stake. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I feel like the faster, the, the quicker people start to realize that we are just human beings, the quicker the danger that surrounds witchcraft will slowly but surely dissipate. Speaking of danger, burning at the stakes, the things that you have just mentioned, I find it absolutely atrocious that, you know, we're able to have pastors on TikTok <laughs> on these platforms who are, I mean, pastor, what, Greg Locke? yes. Is the most, and I, I will scream this. He is the most disgusting, foul, negative, vile, vile oh human God. being. And for those of you that don't know, he goes on and he puts his sermons on TikTok, where mm -hmm. he is, uh, and on actually all social platforms, and streams his church, where he was telling 
um, there were like four people in the congregation. He was saying that, you know, he knows that they are witches and they need mm-hmm. to come beforehand and they need to say it, that they're going to be burning them. They have their addresses. Mm-hmm. They will make house calls, all this shit to people in his own congregation for not supporting what he was wanting them to support. And yep. um, is actively constantly trying to recruit people who go and hurt the witchcraft community and say that you know we're trying to take over the lessons of their god and whatever and realistically you know the reason why we even bring up their god ever is as jokes for the way that we get treated Mm -hmm. i only comment and it's never i never care what god somebody worships or if that's the way that you want to do it i've had christian witches that i talk to that i'm friends with i've had Mm -hmm. a bishop and his wife on my podcast that i'm very close friends with it's the fact of using your god no matter what religion it is to try and bully and intimidate and wreak pain and havoc on people Yes, it's the it's the the Bible Belt bullshit that I don't like. And yes. it's funny that you mentioned that because I was raised in a Christian home. Um, it wasn't until just recently, just a couple of years ago, that my mom finally kind of opened her eyes and realized like she was guilted into believing this way. And, you know, I, like even today, I carry so much God guilt. Like I feel like if I try to, you know, worship or work with my Norse gods and goddesses that I'm going to burn in hell. Um, that's a big, that's a big source of, of pain, I guess, for me, um, of emotional distress for me, especially in my practice. Um, and, but, but the thing is the Christian faith the christian religion and this is no offense to anybody this is just facts this is historical facts the christian religion was built off the backs of my ancestors my pagan ancestors fact and yes fact and and my ancestors were forced into conversion if they wanted to live they either they they either converted to christianity by force or they were killed and that is just like you look at the Christmas tree, you know, you look at, uh, even things like Easter, um, you know, Halloween, all of it, almost every single Christian holiday was pagan first. So I had father Woda on the, um, on the Patreon and he, I do, uh, on my Patreon, I do histories of witchcraft Mm-hmm. And so I had Father Woda on and he was educating about holidays that are now celebrated as Christian holidays that actually rooted in paganism and what the original <laughs> holiday was and what was practiced back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did this whole in-depth thing on um, not only the Salem witch trials, but the Scotland witch trials mm-hmm. and how they were getting... Um, pagans to convert and why they started the witch trials and all that shit because it's the history behind how they were trying to wipe out our entire (laughs) way of practice is fucking nuts yes it is um and i will be (laughs) listening to that soon and i highly encourage any and everybody who is on her patreon or who has not joined her patreon yet Please join and please listen to that, especially if you are, you know, somebody who maybe has different beliefs than we do, somebody who is just starting to dip your toes into this way of life, or or even if you're just curious, even if you are science minded, please go listen to to the history. I mean, this is fact. This is historical fact. These are the things that our ancestors, our ancestors, mine, yours, theirs, everybody's experienced. And it was it was atrocious. Um, I mean, the Crusades, the every, all of it. Please educate yourselves before you um, judge somebody or make any life-altering decisions in terms of your beliefs or religion or, or you know, anything or, you know, think that we're just being toxic or that we're just being hateful or bigoted because that's not the case. Um, we just know better. Yeah, it would be really interesting for somebody to to walk away describing either of us as that way after hearing the episode. I mean, not that people don't hate for any fucking reason, but <laughs> um, 
you know, I, <laughs> although, although the opinions are very direct that we are speaking and I'm talking to those who are listening, um, although the opinions that we're speaking, you know, as we're talking are very direct, it doesn't come from a place of not having support and acceptance for people mm-hmm. who think differently. It exactly. comes from a place of respect that we have the right to do what we're doing as well without belittling and trying to wipe it all out. Yes, exactly. Or without trying to persuade anybody to, to join our side of the fence. It's not what we're doing. Yeah. You can, you can stay over there and we can stay over here and we can all coexist peacefully. Yeah, absolutely true. Do you have anything else that you want to make sure that we, we discuss tonight? Um, I don't think, I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered everything. I'm sure I'll think of all types of things once we end this session. Um, That's probably true, but I'll have to have you, um, come over. I, we were going to do the Patreon tonight and I just feel like absolute dog shit. Um, <laughs> so we'll have to do a Patreon. I'll have to get you over there and we'll have to like keep elaborating and talking. Cause I feel like once we got into it, we could just talk for hours. Yes, I I agree. Yes. Um, And that'll give me time to write down some more bullet points and stuff. (laughs) So I have a lot of things that I want to talk about. I just, you know, ADHD, um, can't think of them on the spot. (laughs) I had I I had so many mental lists written and so many things and my brain just cannot work correctly tonight. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, I think we're going to end it with what we got. Well, that sounds that sounds like a deal, Pickle. All right. Well, I call my son Pickle. <laughs> He's six. Um, he wants Aww. to be called Thick Daddy, but we said no. Oh, Jesus. Not he, until he's older. <laughs> no, because his because he ate a bunch of dinner when we went out for my husband's birthday. And so his tummy was all poofed out. And oh. he's like, dang, boy, she thick. And <laughs> he walks around the table with his belly all puffed out. And he's all... Guys, I'm a thick daddy. You can call me Thick Daddy Mac. Oh my god! Oh and my god. I'm like, never in your life will I ever call you Thick Daddy. <laughs> oh my god! Can you uh, please, please tell that story to his very first girlfriend? Oh my please. gosh! I have so many stories to tell. <laughs> oh, as do I. I'm just biding my time. I'm waiting for my day to come. There'll be some day. It probably won't be his first girlfriend. I'm absolutely the person that'll make it a wedding speech. Oh yeah, that's even better. When that's... everybody's there in one room connected, mm. she can't get out of it because it's too fucking late. Yeah. Oh, chef's kiss. Oh, absolutely this... A1 idea. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm so good at embarrassing people. It's fine. <laughs> well thank you so much for your time thank you so much for your energy exchange yeah dude i plan on posting this in two weeks uh and yeah thank you for having me literally uh a a great honor oh Um, you're welcome i feel so special and yeah i just i'm really thankful that you asked me i'm thankful that you value my uh opinion enough to have asked me that's a really big deal. Like this is a this is a milestone for me. So thank you so much. Oh, I you're genuinely welcome. enjoyed talking with you today. Um and I genuinely have enjoyed talking with you the last few weeks. So you're not going to get rid of me now. I hope that I hope that you know that. Yeah, um, no, we're homies now. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think that our page has, um, we're very, very similar. And I think I said this when we were talking, but we're very similar with what our boundaries are and what mm-hmm. our expectations of people are. Um, and just also not giving a fuck unless we're directly approached. Yes. And I, I appreciate that about you. It's a very non-drama non-problem vibe and i'm just Mm -hmm. here to hang out and make friends and share my craft and i can't love that energy anymore yes dude it's a breath of fresh air amen yeah so thank you so much i really appreciate it um and yeah literally any time dude all right well you have a wonderful night i had a great time and i will talk with you shortly yes ma'am you as well thank you bye guys bye